0: of coaching is this understanding the skills you have and the drive and values you have and then aligning those with the job you're doing welcome to the talent experience podcast listen to the latest trends challenges and opportunities that shape the future of work brought to you by fuel 50 Hello,
1: my name is Rhonda Taylor. I'm the host of the Talent Experience. And today on the Talent Experience, we have a good friend of mine, a partner of mine in, at work, and someone with an incredible depth of knowledge in the coaching space. And today I would like to welcome Hannah Nash from 1080. Hannah, can you
0: introduce yourself for us? Of course. Thank you, Roger. That's very kind of you. We've are we worked together for a long time now, esteemed colleague. So um, I am Hannah Nash and I'm a career coach for 1080. Um, I would consider myself now um, a career management expert and I've been coaching in the space now for about 12 years. Um, I started out my early career working with vulnerable adults to secure um, employment. So it's always been my passion that everyone should have a job they enjoy um, and career success. I think, you know, there's nothing worse than dreading a Monday. And I think we should all get up and really be ready for our week and really enjoy what we do, regardless of what that is, just as long as you're happy and enjoying it. Um, And my experience has led me to really enjoy and um, want to work with people around coaching and career management. And over the last 12 years, I've worked to support people, whether it be that they're exiting the businesses, leaving their job um, into new roles, or whether it be that actually they're looking for a complete career change and one day woke up and thought, I no longer want to do this job, I want to do something completely different. Um, And what I love about the coaching space is you start working with someone and you get to really know them and understand what their passions are to then be able to propel them into what it is they want to achieve and then see that um, happiness that they get on the other side of it. So that's my background. So career coach the last 12 years. um, And it's a real passion of mine.
1: Yeah, and you're the perfect candidate for us to have this discussion. Um, and right now, everybody's talking about upskilling and talent mobility. And I wanted to, to speak to you about the role of coaching in upskilling. And I guess the, let's just start at the very, ba- very, very basic beginnings, you know, do re mi, you know, what is coaching, you know,
0: and okay. why is it a good initiative? It's a really good question. So, and especially with this idea of reskilling, moving this career mobility, the the essence of coaching is this understanding the skills you have, and the drive and values you have, and then aligning those with the job you're doing. So it's that that piece around working with a coach who understands you and what drives you to then propel you to be able to do different roles and really harness those skills and actually nail down into that and say, these are the skills I have and I'm using, and these are the skills I really want to learn and develop. And I think what the coaching is, is this almost like a sounding board um, that an independent can offer you. Um, We really are that person that you come to and say, these are the things I think I'm good at, and the coach can say, absolutely, let's talk through why, how that is, and actually how we're going to nail down into that more. And one of the things I would say coaching over the years is it's it's really important, this knowing how and knowing why we do what we do. You know, how, what skills that you've got, what is it that drives you, what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? But, and the knowing why, you know, it's that real we'll nail down into yourself. And that is what propels us really to be able to do what we do and i do think that coaching gives people that objectivity to understand that and have that sound involved so that's what coaching is it really is that you know understanding yourself and having that person to coach you through that and in terms of you know why we do it it's that piece around it's really important as to where i am right now and this is where i'm going to get to and using that person to help you understand your skills and
1: push you there did your you question, know,
0: yeah you sure did Hannah and it
1: made me think of something else um in today's world like like you know I grew up in the world of LMS and oh my god sitting down and reading screens and screens and screens of information but now there's learning by doing gigs there's learning by doing um, mentoring there's learning by having a coach. Can you share with me the three types of different um, learning that goes on and what's the difference in
0: the learning process between mentoring, coaching and gigs? Okay, it's a really good question. I'm not always sure they are completely different. What I would say is, so if you are sitting down to learn and understand and develop a skill using an LMS, for example, or a workshop or a webinar, it's very much, that tell and sell so you're sat down you're using the resource you're really nailing down into that and it's giving you certain skills so what I would say is it's very much practical you learn that you take it away but actually the idea is then you've got to go and use it to embed it because actually it's a, a scene learning I would call it the next element around the gigs now this is a really interesting learning so this is around learning on the job as you go So this is upskilling live. You know, fundamentally, you put yourself forward for a project or a gig. And actually, what you're doing is while you are doing that, you are acquiring new skills that you're then seeing yourself develop that will help you to progress yourself and your career going forward. But they're not things that people are telling you. You're literally learning as you go. So it may be that you're involved in a completely new exercise that allows you to develop that skill. And then the final element around mentoring, I think there's two two stages to this, actually, Wanda. I think there's a bit around working with someone with experience to help you learn from what they've experienced. So you're learning from them to develop skills and taking ideas of how you might go back to your current role and develop those skills and get involved in different practices to do that. But the other thing is, I think it's about developing your network so I think having a mentor and a coach gives you exposure to other people in other areas because it develops our our network so you're not just developing your skill you're also getting transparency of other people who are in those industries or those sectors or those roles that actually can then understand what you're trying to achieve and what we know is that when our network knows what we're trying to achieve, they're quite often will put us forward or make suggestions for us and introduce us to their network. So I think the learning there is, you're learning from other people's experience, but you're also learning how to widen your network so they can help you be more successful. So I think those three different types of approach to learning, incorporated with coaching, can really help you. And I think, Quite often, a coach will help you identify the kind of learning you need, and also to take that development.
1: Right. Uh, you know that's 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 that was a great explanation because um, we we're asked that all the time. You know what what are the benefits of it? And I guess you know, Hannah, you are really well respected in the coaching space. I know you've working with the United Nations, so I'm going to okay. ask. You know, when when is the right time for a company? Uh, to reach out and bring in a coaching
0: program Oh that's a really good one. so there's there's various <laughs> of different times and um, I would say but my experience is the first piece is around those first 90 days you're new to posts you're in that post and you know those, those first 90 days of, of getting in there it's 30 days of you know observing seeing how the culture is really understanding what goes on in the business. The next 30 days is identifying where you can make the difference. And how you fit in and learning the skills to do that. And the last set of is around setting those objectives for your long term career goals. So I think there's a piece around coaching in your early career. So when you're first in position and really learning to have someone to help you through that journey, I think there's real value in having coaching with someone who is maybe new to being a manager or new to Um, an area of the business because I think there's a piece around that you can actually have a sounding board for all the things you want to do and understanding other people's objectives and how you develop your role at the same time of developing others and I think a coach can really give you that objectivity that you need to help you do that so I think there's more value in having coaching there but if I'm truthful and I mean I am a bit biased but I do think that even if, whether it be a mentor or a coach or a friend, you should have a touch point for your own career. Now, I'm going to liken uh, your career management to going on holiday. You would never wake up in the morning, run out the door, chuck load the clothes in, in a suitcase and, and then go to the airport and jump on a plane and then get on holiday and think, God, it's a bit cold, it's a bit wet, it's a bit, I've got no money. Because actually, we often spend months planning a holiday that's only two weeks and we get back on a day completely forgot about it so why would you do that for your career so i'm an advocate that you should have coaching at different stages in your career because actually it's all about having a plan because ultimately you don't want to spend 45 years in a job and get to the end of it and think that wasn't where i wanted to be so i think there's real value at different stages in your career to get a coach or get a mentor to really help you progress and see that you're achieving what you set out to achieve. And you've got objectives for that. So that's why I tell you, and you know, so the business, coaching is very beneficial. What we know about coaching is if you harness your capabilities, your ROI will increase. And you know, there's a real need for that in people. If we can invest in them now, actually the return on investment is massive for a company. Have you uh,
1: witnessed any statistics at all on you know you have a group in and you're coaching with them? What is the fall off rate? Uh, that would be interesting because I I I know in the past systems there was always a, a significant fall off rate. Um, have you witnessed that uh, any type of
0: data that? No, that? I would say drop off rate for a coaching program would be no less than ninety seven percent. And the reason I say that is because If you are working someone who is working to help you, you stay invested. So coaching along with technology can be really, really beneficial because what you're doing is using the technology to identify things you know about yourself and what's important and what drives you and using the coach to embed that and keep bringing you back to that support. And what we do know is, you know, coaching programs, it's very, very rare that you lose you get this engagement unless people leave businesses you know and it could be i'm not gonna lie that you might start a coaching program and realize that job's not for you but that's a rarity and i think actually if you do have those people you probably do want them to move on anyway because they're not invested in your business but we know uptake for coaching that coach is there to support you to talk about you and to help you develop yourself we know there's a really good um engagement level and in terms of from the business perspective you know all the research shows us that if you increase engagement by just five percent you know average share value increases tenfold so we know if you invest in your people and you care develop and stretch them you will get that return and investment back
1: can it's always it starts at the individual usually knowing that they want more to learn more in their yeah. in their position then it goes to the hr because the individual talks to hr and hr understands that hey yeah you know we should be looking how does hr go to the c-suite part of the company Ooh.
0: and sell coaching oh that's a good one Amanda. and i think it's something we are still struggling with as a hr community i think it's tough because You know, I'm basically saying to you, I need X amount of budget for this one individual and I won't be able to show you the return on investment till post-coaching program, which could be anything from, you know, three weeks to nine months, depending on the kind of program it is and what you're putting in place. So what I think we need to do more of and what we definitely do as an organization is look at, at metrics. So we'll look at things like, um, you know, we'll be looking at recruitment, retainment, you know, all these things that we can then measure on from the investments point of from the business point of view, in order to ensure that it is a good investment. So we will look at levels of engagement. We will look at um engagement surveys, you know, we will look at these things and then pull in to have a look at the coaching program to see how that aligns. Um, but it is it is making a case. I think you have to go to the business and say, if we invest X in this individual, we know we'll push out their lead day 18 months. So even if you looked at that and the cost of recruitment and level two together, because we know the average cost of recruitment is double the salary if you're not going to push out um, their time with you. Therefore, you actually know that you want to keep that. Um, and so that's about in the business case together, but I have to admit one day a difficult one. It
1: must be, and and
0: I take a look at, and
1: the reason I ask that, I take a look at there's platforms out there that service the whole company. Um that it's a matter of them clicking yeah. and saying, I want a coach and the coach coming forward, you know, and and and, and being set up with, with the individual. Whereas a as opposed to there being a strategic one where the person knows that they need a coach and they go to HR, um, as opposed to the coaching program coming to them. Do you think that there's a different type of reception by the
0: employee uh, with the two different programs? I do, but I think it's difficult because I think, For some people, you will need that one-off coaching program that will be substantially expensive. Uh, Another way to look at it is if you are upskilling people, giving them coaches, and then you start to change the culture and that transitions down and you start to build internal coaching capability, I think in terms of making the case for the business, it's probably much more beneficial. So if I'm giving a certain level of individual coaching and then that culture then starts to trickle down i think you could definitely start to see the business case and the value within the business um but you know it's a it is a, it's a tough one
1: it is it is a tough one and it's relatively you know it's it's just a, a question that's arose in in the hr space in the, in the past couple of years um and yeah.
0: I, I would say as well I don't know about you, but i think you can have the tech and you and you know the tech brilliant and you know if you go cut price per person fab but you've got to sometimes change the culture in order to make sure that return for the technology is there
1: exactly how can coaching um support the, the a company overall a coaching program
0: oh i love it. so really a dollar question so i think it will increase engagement which will actually make the business more profitable so I'm going to say that that is my tagline <laughs> if you give individuals across your business the opportunity to have a coach to really show that you care and you want to develop them that you will see engagement rise and you will see profitability rise and I think there's a real case for giving that to individuals and even if it's just very small maybe it's one session but if you do that and you get your managers to spend that time having those conversations. You will change the culture and you will become more profitable. So that's where I think the case lies, Wanda is yeah. you do it, it's the right thing to do it, and people will stay and the business will be more successful.
1: I And I think I, I have a little equation that I think high engagement equals high
0: retention. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, who's going to leave an organisation where I'm being invested in and people care about me? Because I know I'm not going to
1: where do what is your definition of a company uh, having
0: a sophisticated coaching program oh we've worked with lots of different organizations i think that's a tricky one because i think you can have different varies of, of you can have career coaching you have career transition you can have executive coaching but i think the companies that have really successfully made it work is they've given lots of different levels and lots of different coaches to individuals. And actually, it could be something as simple as you train a series of mentors, and then you have an own internal mentoring uh, program that is harnessing your coaching and underpinning. So you are training people year on year, giving them mentors, getting them to upskill as coaches, and then that feeds through your business. But in terms of where I've seen it being really successful is lots of businesses, professional services often give people new leaders, coaches, and then, then you can see those people grow and become almost coaches themselves.
1: Yes, I, I, I've, I personally have seen that. I have personally seen that. Hannah, you are such a wealth of information on coaching and I, I thank you so much for being a guest on the Talent Experience. We could talk about coaching all day and unfortunately, <laughs> we, we don't
0: have the time. So Hannah, thank you. Thank you, Rhonda. And I would encourage you all to have a plan and enjoy what you do. Be passionate about what you do. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks again, Hannah. And this is Rhonda Taylor from the
1: Talent Experience saying, have a great day. The Talent Experience Podcast is brought to you by Fuel50. For more insightful conversations, visit talentexperiencepodcast.com.